0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator with Michael Conniff. That's me. We are a podcast devoted to entrepreneurs, founders, startups, uh, and also the angels, VCs, uh, uh, family offices, and investment firms that support them and help them. Um, We are on all the major podcast platforms, um, including Apple, Amazon, Audible, and others that don't necessarily start with the letter A. We're also on YouTube. Uh, We want you to, of course, subscribe to the podcast, The Accelerator, and also give us a nice rating if you like the program and tell your friends and share it. Um, Today, I am delighted to be joined by Rosana Chaccato and uh, uh, Matias. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Practicing these names. Now, Rosana is from Venezuela. Matias? Matias? Matias is from Matias. 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 You know, I never used to have trouble pronouncing names until I did this podcast. (laughs) Matias is from uh, Chile, and um, they have come together in a fascinating way uh, in a company called Redress. So, um, who wants to explain what that is to us? Why don't you do it, Rosanna? What is Redress?
1: Digital platform where our users swap their barely used garments, exchanging with our inventory with pieces already displayed in our inventory. That's why we dress. Uh, that's what we dress does.
0: Okay, so um, basically, people can um, send you their um, their dress that they no longer use. That's in their closet. Um, maybe they've used it once in the last five years or ten years. Um, Women, uh, I'm told women have more articles of clothing like that than men. Um, uh, men, <laughs> I don't, men don't shop quite as much as women typically. But, um, but how does this work? Do, do um, people who want to dress, put a dress on redress, they, how do they do it? they take a photo? Give me the mechanics of it. Sure.
2: So uh, it's pretty easy. Uh, you basically go to your wardrobe. You check those dresses that you're not longer using. Uh, you take a picture of those dresses. We will immediately tell you whether they're eligible for the for the platform. Not every single dress is eligible in the platform. We're looking for dresses that generally used once or twice. As you know, because of social media, women only use their dresses once or twice because they don't want to be seen again with the same dress. So basically, they take the picture. We tell right, them. We
0: were, I'm going to ignore that comment. We. Were- <laughs> Like that about women but but anyhow they it's a let's call it a lightly used garment a slightly used garment something like that Correct. it's a lightly
2: used garment um with uh that eligibility basically we're going to tell you how many points you're going to get the way that we give points to our users is uh, basically using the fair market value of the dress and that's very important i'll tell you why in a minute but we will give you uh estimated points you'll send the garment to us by USPS, basically, will receive that garment. Whenever we receive that garments, those points are going to be available to you f- to redeem for whatever other styles we currently have in the platform. And then whenever you choose it, we will send it to you right to your doorstep.
0: Send, send from your inventory. So uh, a woman right. sends in a dress, uh, she gets a, a number of points. That gives her the right to put those points toward a dress, right? Is that kind of how it works toward another dress, right? So so if a dress were, just for sake of argument, if a dress, do do points translate directly into dollars? So is a hundred dollars equals a hundred points or do you have a formula?
2: We do have a formula, but the formula respects the fair market value. So generally, you will be receiving the fair market value of your dress in points.
0: You will. uh, Is it a fair market value for a used dress or for a new dress?
2: It's a fair market value. It doesn't necessarily matter because the coin that we use is inside the platform. Mm-hmm. But generally, we could say that it's the fair market value of a new dress, actually.
0: Okay. So, um, and so how does somebody join Redress? Do they go to an app? Do they go to a website? How does that work?
2: So uh, right now, we just launched our version 2.0 of the platform. We are. Uh, it's a site we haven't yet developed uh, our um, our app because we thought that we need to get sufficient traction in order to make sure that we're moving into an app to make uh, sure that the money that our investors are putting into the company is well kept and it's uh, spent reasonably uh, but that's the way it works. Generally, you go here to uh, to, to our app. It's myredress.com. You will log into uh, the... You will create an account, and then you can start swapping.
1: Yes, and you don't have to pay anything to subscribe. Yeah, go right ahead, Rosanna. Yeah, you don't have to pay anything to be subscribed in the, in the, into the platform.
0: You don't, so there's no membership charge or subscription fee, is that right? Exactly.
2: In order to be, in order to register, no, there is not right now. Our business model is a transactional model, so you will pay per transaction. In the future, we will be uh, incorporating subscriptions. Actually, right now the platform has a seventy percent, even more than seventy percent, recurrence rate, and that makes this business model perfect mm-hmm. for a subscription.
0: Oh, that's 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 exciting. So the site is myredress m y r e d r e s s dot com. And um, uh, you are you are both based in uh, Miami, is that right? That's yes. right. And that's where you are today, right?
2: Yes, correct.
0: And um, Rosanna, I I understand that the the, uh, the the origins, the genesis of this company have a lot to do with the fact that you are a fairly stylish person. Is that true? Are you stylish? Yes,
1: yes. actually, it is funny because I am here in the United States since. 2015, and when I came to US, I was surprised because every weekend my clients came to any of uh, of uh, my retail stores to buy clothes as if they were naked. That is why I create a survey of uh, 2,000 women just to validate uh, uh, something uh, uh, that is obvious for men. That is, 80% of women think. They have nothing to wear, even if their wardrobes are packed. And what happened? Due to social media, one of the women don't want to be seen more than twice with the same garment. And then we start to study the better way to replace a barely used garment. And that is how Redress was created. I have 15 years in the fashion industry, actually.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating. So you surveyed 2,000 women. Were they of all ages? Were they a certain age group?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, because I had uh, three clothing stores here in Miami. We surveyed in Miami International Mall, Dolphin Mall, Sunset Place, women between 25 and 55 years old, Latin and Caucasian American women. And we we made them a lot of uh, questions. Actually, we validate that dresses are this kind of garments that they just use once. And they they consider a dress all after the second wear. So that's why we started with dresses instead of another kind of garment.
0: Yes, now, um, uh, so you actually have uh, had or do you still have uh, three retail stores? Do you still have
1: them? No, no, no. I I stopped everything in 2020 when we started with redress.
0: I see, so... Tell me what else you learned from that survey, because that's a lot of interviews, 2,000, that's a lot of people, that's some good data. So what else did you learn about women in clothes?
1: Yes, actually they they don't consider to resell their barely used garments because they feel frustrated. They know that if they try to resell these barely used garments in secondhand resell platforms, they are just going to recover or recoup a minimal fraction of the original cost of this garment. For, uh, for example, if this uh, garment cost around $100, even if they have still the tax attached, they are just going to recoup $20, and they are not going to be able to, To revive a garment, a similar one with the same amount of money that they are receiving at that at that time. So it was very very important to us because we we saw we saw a space that nobody nobody was watching at that time. Resale is very frustrating. There is actually there are nine billion of pieces. Hanging in the closets of the United States every single year, but more than that, 36 billion, Michael, and in landfills, and 95 percent of these 36 billion of garments could have been recycled in some ways. So we discover a better way to replace your barely used garments using your own garments like a, a, a currency in a platform.
0: Yes, yes. So that's that's. Um... That's really interesting. So, um, so just to think out loud about this. So, I'm trying to compare it to other used businesses. So, let's take used cars. You, you know, they say the minute you drive the car off the lot, it it loses, you know, twenty percent of its value, thirty, even more. I, I think in some cases. Um, but there is a market for used cars, and if you if you turn your used car in, um, sometimes you get a pretty good um uh credit for that when you buy a new car or you lease a car so it's uh, a used car is certainly not worthless but what you're saying is a woman once she buys a dress she uh uh which she probably or which she she may i can't believe they only wear them once but anyway let's say they wear them once and now they can't get rid of it basically because if you sell it you're you're going to take a bath you're going to lose all your money most of your money So your company is built on the idea that not only can you trade it in, but you can get something else out. You can get another dress back, which you can then wear and then give back. I assume you wear it once and then give it back. Yeah. How does how does this work logistically? This seems to me like you would need significant warehousing, uh, significant logistics, delivery, et cetera. So how how do you handle that?
2: So um, logistic-wise, uh, yes, you need some where you can have all these clothes that people are sending over, and of course, your initial inventory. Um, we right now have a warehouse here in Miami. Uh, the platform serves all the country. So uh, we are sending uh, our addresses to uh, people in Florida, but also people in, in California or or, or Puerto Rico. Or Puerto Rico. Or Hawaii. or Hawaii. So we're covering the whole country. The way that we do it is because we're using uh, USPS and we send those over and they get uh, generally very well to our clients. So that's that's the way we, we are right now. Nonetheless, in the future, as we scale, of course, we have identified certain cities where we want the close to be closer to the client. Uh, generally, for example, our follower space is in... Uh, New York and LA. So probably in the future, we will have warehouses in New York and LA. And when it comes to logistics, uh, we are thinking about partnering with several logistic companies that actually do something that it's uh, very important to us, which is pickup. Uh, sometimes people don't want to go to the mail and just, you know, mail their stuff or put them in boxes. Uh, we will be partnering with some logistic companies that we are talking right now as we speak. Uh, in order to go to their houses, pick things up, and even do the exchange right there at their houses,
0: give them give them the the new dress or the new used dress, and get and take back their dress, right? Correct. Correct. Right. Okay. So, um, how far along are you with this, and what what kind of traction have you attained?
2: So, uh, Rosanna, I don't know if you want to speak about the traction. I will tell you a little bit about where we are in terms of, uh, you know, our funding and so forth.
0: Well, hold off on that. I want to know about the traction in the actual oh. product.
1: Rosa, well, what? right now, yeah. Right now, uh, we launched our MVP late uh, September 2021. And since then, we have been growing 20% monthly. And right now, uh, we have more than 10,000 leads. Uh, We have uh, made more than uh, 1,800 transactions during these nine months. Uh, We have a huge community. Right now, we have almost 18,000 followers in social media. They are very interested in...
0: 80,000? Sorry?
1: 18,000. 18,000. 18,000. 18, 18, okay. Yes. Followers in social media. And we have uh, an average ticket of $70 uh, in every transaction. We made uh, a, a transaction, where we, a swap with uh, for between four and five dresses per transaction. And we have a recurrence rate, as Matias told you before, over 70%. So actually, this is—I I know this is this is uh, this is not a good a good, uh, a good um, search, uh, but right now we haven't had churn in during this year. We we have you know we don't have a lot of customers or thousands of customers, but but we haven't had churn yet. So this is a very, very nice. Uh, you
0: said, you said you, you're getting recurring repeat customers, right?
1: I love, actually, at, at the beginning, we, uh, we start this business with just transactions, but the recurrence rate is, is so, so high. So we decide to implement the subscriptions because of that.
0: And Mat- 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 Matias, tell me, um, how do you make your money?
2: So we have two main revenue models. One, it's a transaction-based revenue model, and the other one, just like Rosanna told you, uh, will be implemented soon, which is a subscription-based revenue model. The transaction revenue-based uh, model works whenever you're doing a swap, you need to pay a transaction fee, which is fourteen ninety-nine. dollars 99 okay? Uh, and, uh, and that will allow you to get address uh, similar to the one that you're putting into the platform. And even if you want to upgrade, you can buy points in order to upgrade your garment uh, and then obtain something that actually better than the one that you're
0: putting in. Okay, and then and who who is paying for shipping?
2: So that's a good question. Uh, we split the shipping. Uh, generally, what happens is that uh, you'll pay one shipping and we'll pay the other one so we'll pay the one that we're sending the dress to you but you're gonna pay 14.99 plus shipping only one shipping to us
0: okay and um uh and and the, the repeat customers how how um i i bet you have some customer whose customers who've done this like 20 times is that right rosanna yes what, what do you what do you know about repeat customers
1: yes actually we have a very interesting market here in us that is realtors this is very interesting because these women in us they are very elegant and they they, they dress like like a queen like queens every day so they need they need to use different garments every single day so we have a, a very big group of realtors that they used to swap their dresses for the week so, actually, they swap around 20 dresses per month, and it costs around $300, Michael. And they say, oh, my God, I'm saving a lot of money. But we have a, 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 a lot of... Here in Miami, you know that this is a very, um, very funny place, and they like to go out every single weekend. So, this is not just... To a, a wedding or to you know to a very uh, elegant um, event, they use it for every single day because they like to to, to look amazing every single day. So, so the
0: the, the thought process would be: for say three hundred dollars, I'm getting a brand or nearly new outfit every single time. I'm never wearing the same thing twice. So it it sort of like leasing a car. <laughs> you don't own it, but you get to use it, and you know you sort of get the advantages of ownership. So, um, and I think you mentioned you have you have ten thousand um, uh, people who've been women who've been doing the swapping so far. Is that right? Is that the number you said? Yeah, we have we have almost
1: ten thousand subscribers, but every every single um, month they are changing. We have around eight hundred active users uh, users per month.
0: Okay, and what are revenues? So, uh, what are monthly revenues right now?
1: We are right now over six thousand dollars per month.
0: Okay, so what are the plans moving forward? Um, I know you want to raise some money, but what? What's kind of, uh, there seems like there's a big step to come. What is the next big step, Matthias?
2: So, for sure. So everything, all the numbers that we just told you about, we did with our MVP. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, the MVP was truly a minimum viable product for us. Uh, Actually, we were trying to test the market fit. Uh, We did that originally with a concierge MVP. So actually doing swaps here. Uh, at our place, then we started with the MVP and the numbers started scaling. Now that we have, so with the MVP, what we did is that we received the feedback from customers of what they wanted and that we implemented in the version 2.0 of the platform. So right now, what we are trying to do is to see how easy it is for people to adopt the model. Uh, we haven't spent one penny yet in uh, marketing. In marketing. Mm-hmm. So I think the next stage for us would be, uh, you know, trying to you know, put some gas into the, into the machine and see how it goes whenever we're bringing people that are not necessarily our early adopters.
0: And do you know anything more about the, uh, maybe from your survey, Rosanna, about the used dress market? Um, You know, I'm thinking there's sort of at the very low end, there's like Goodwill Industries where, where, you know, uh, for very little money, you can get a used dress, but it may not be the greatest quality. Um, What, what, Is there has there been a a market and, you know, a few boutique stores here and there where you can go in and get vintage clothing or, you know, previously worn. But has is this sort of a market that has been um, undiscovered so far?
1: Well, this is growing. Actually, we know that the second-hand apparel uh, industry is growing, and in 10 years, they are going to grow three times more than fast fashion. This is going to explode.
0: And why is that? Why do you think that's happening?
1: Well, uh, if you want to talk about COVID, Matisse. I think I think there is two
2: things that are particular about this. Uh, one is that uh, the new generations are a little bit more conscious about the environment. And they have seen, you know, uh, what happens with fast fashion and what happens with, you know, the fashion industry in general. Uh, the fashion industry is the second most polluting industry in nice. the world after oil and gas. Uh, so I think there is definitely a conscious... Uh these numbers before COVID were uh were very impressive, but they were not in, as impressive as uh after COVID. Actually, you know, conscious people got really conscious after COVID. Before it was two times, it was gonna go two times more than the overall market, now it went to three times more than the overall market. Um so things that we were expecting to happen in twenty years' time now will happen in five, ten mm-hmm. years time. Uh, I think the market is moving to there. So Gen Zs and uh, and uh, the last, the, you know, the, the the last portion of the millennials are really uh, going into this trend.
1: Actually, actually, we know that Gen Z uh, they prefer to use uh, to wear, values used garments instead of new ones. We know that this is a fact.
0: Yeah, now that, that's interesting. So when you we're talking about uh uh we're talking with uh Rosana Chicato and Matias Herkovich from uh myredress you can go to myredress.com m y r e d r e s s. I love the name redress by the way. Fantastic name. Um though I had to tell you there's this thing called redress of grievances uh in the I think it's in the US Constitution, but that's a whole other story. But redress is a wonderful name. Um, And I think it's a terrific idea. Now, is it just, it's not just dresses though, right? Um, I'm assuming that that blouses, certain um, uh, high-end garments that are not dresses, or are you dresses only?
2: No, we we started with dresses, but we're not only dresses. So we will be expanding our offerings to also handbags, other type of clothing, uh, suits, for example, for women. Uh, We're mostly uh, interested in in women because they're the ones that keep more garments in the wardrobes, more than men. Uh, So I think it's the perfect market for us to start. But to be honest with you, this swapping concept or this swapping business model can be applied to several different things. You were talking about, for example, cars. Uh, That could be an interesting thing whenever you're thinking, you know what, if I can swap my car for another car, especially if I'm moving. For example, if I'm moving from Florida to California and I have a car and I know that someone else has an equivalent car and I'm moving, I could perfectly swap that car. Uh, So we started with dresses because it seemed the right place to start because of the third party inventory that we can tap on. But this model can be applied to several different things. Uh, Actually, some people have come to us and say, why don't you do this for baby clothing? Babies don't use that much clothing in terms of, you know, they use it once, but they grew out of that clothing. And maybe you can swap it for other clothing that it's, you know, it could fit the baby. Uh, So there's several different things that we can do in order to expand the business to uh, other B2C products or even B2B uh, products.
0: Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on my knees and pray that you stick to dresses for a while because, um, uh, you know, it's so tempting to say, you know, we could do this, we could do that, but you can, but first you have to do one thing right. <laughs> Once you prove it, then it becomes a different story. And certainly other kinds of clothing like baby make, you know, that makes perfect sense. That would be the same business, right?
1: Actually, actually, it's very, uh, a very interesting business there because we are thinking to include in, in next year uh, baby clothes, but baby uh, between newborn and one year because they are not still toddlers. So this is a very light use garment.
0: Yes, I guess in, in, in terms of that, the, the difference might be that that kind of um, the baby clothing, baby attire... Is not nearly as expensive as a woman's dress, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not going to, you know, it's going to be like a different model economically. But no, I think that the swap. I'm trying to think if I can, if I know of any other swap businesses. I'm sure they're out there. I just, I'm just not, I'm just not thinking about it at the time. But um, I, I I have no doubt it's a, um, it's a, it's a viable model and it's a great idea. Now, my question is, where do you expect to be at the end of this year? Where would you like to be? in terms of the
2: business? So in terms of the business, I think where we wanna be is we wanna finalize our pre-seed round this year and start thinking about our seed round in uh, in next year. Uh, we want to expand our customer base for sure. Uh, I think we need to, as I said before, we need to start uh, doing some paid marketing. Uh, everything has been word of mouth until now, which basically helped us to prove the concept uh, but I think if we want to scale, we definitely need to prove that we can bring, uh, you know, people that are not necessarily just our early adopters and people that are fun uh, fans of, of redress because it's a new concept. It's because we are attracted to the masses.
0: Sure. And and whose idea was this? Did you both cook this up? What was your idea. When did the idea come to you, uh, Rosanna?
1: Oh, it was in 2020. It was in 2020. Uh, this is a personal story, Michael. Uh, I lost my family uh, five years ago. And at that time, I was thinking that if I was alive, I had a very special purpose here. So that's why I uh, decided to, to, to close my clothing stores. To, to do something with purpose. For me, it was very important. And at the beginning, I didn't realize the importance of this new concept. And once I, I, I understood what was missing here, every, every everything was fluid at that time. Actually, I remember that when I proved a redress at first time, I put all my garments in a rack in my house. And I invite nine women to, to, to do swaps. So they perceived the saving at that time and they were saving around $6,000. And we were talking about just nine women. So I said, okay, we have something here. So I I, I tried the, the proofs with all my clients and they were very excited about.
0: Yeah, no, that that is exciting. Well, I wanna thank um, both of you for being on the accelerator today, uh, Rosanna, Chikato and Matias uh, Herkovich. I did better as we went along with their names. Um, uh, uh, Rosanna is from Venezuela. Um, Matias is from Chile. They are now based in Miami at MyRedress, uh, myredress.com, M-Y-R-E-D-R-E-S-S. And I want to thank you both very much for being with us today. I really enjoyed it. Very very exciting.
2: Thank you, Michael. No, thank you very much. We thank you. We appreciate the time.
0: And this has been The Accelerator with Michael Conniff. You can go to at Michael Conniff. Um, follow me on Twitter, michaelconniff.com is my website, c-o-n-n-i-f-f.com. And um, also we're on all the major platforms, Apple, Audible, Amazon, uh, and about eight others, plus on YouTube. Um, and you can uh, also connect with me on LinkedIn where I'm getting close to 10,000 connections. So that's, that's getting, getting to be kind of exciting. Um, but thank you all for being here. Thanks again, Rosanna and uh matthias and uh we'll be back before you know it with another blog another podcast i almost said blog we'll be back with another podcast